Good morning on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. It is the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville, along with Brett Witkowski. It's Phil McDonald. Today we are talking boys basketball between now and 10 o'clock. Along with Full Circle, we are also brought to you in part by United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Food Lamb, Parrot Company, and Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline. Again, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar uh, reopening earlier this week after the holiday break. And they're open uh, Mondays 8 till 3 and Wednesday through Sunday 8 until 7, serving dinner as well. Wednesday through Sunday, they're closed on Tuesday. Check them out. Very unique dishes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. You can always check them out online. It's fullcirclestevensville.com. Today we'll be talking, uh, again, boys basketball between now and 10 o'clock. We did have some games last night wrapping up the uh, the Christmas break in uh, boys and girls basketball. Yep, uh, non-conference action here. You had St. Joe uh, over Coloma, 71-30. The game was heard on WSJM. Lakeshore gets by Niles, 40-37. to Waterloo beats Allegan, 63-53. Buchanan over New Buffalo, 54-34. South Haven over Goebbels, 60 to 4. I'm praying that's fours and misprints. I know I know it came across the state. I'm hoping someone entered that in wrong. <laughs> you forgot well, another number. Yeah, like <laughs> 34 or 44. Whew. Wyoming Lee over Bangor, 72 13. You got Wyoming Lee, don't you? No. Oh, you Football have football, we do. Lawton over Constantine, 54 38. Saga took over Martin, 67 19. Martin's a football school. I guess so. They did win the state title. This is taking a little while to adjust to the basketball. <laughs> Madawan must be good. They knocked off Lansing Everett, 77-42. Now there is a conference game, Portage Northern over Portage Central, 65-63. That was a good one. Yeah. Kind of odd to have a conference game of that magnitude. That's over their break. big rival. Yeah. Over break. Galesburg, Gust over Black River. I know you play them, 63-46. Marshall over Otsego, 52-43. On the ladies' side, it was Waterloo 44, Allegan 33, Lawton knocks off Constantine 40 to 25. It was Martin over Sogtuck 39-32, Odsego beats Marshall 47-44, and Galesburg Augusta over Black River 43 to 37. It's good to see some schools were able to get some games in uh, last night, yeah. and again, Benton Harbor had the Earl McKee Holiday Classic, and um, Bangor had its Holiday uh, Classic. Uh, the last yeah. two days. Yeah, so they had a lot of cool. teams up there. Yeah. And it was looked like, on the girls' side, like relative competition, mm-hmm. you know, competitive games. Yeah. So it's good to see some uh, some teams. And I wonder, too, with some of those schools playing over the holiday break, was everybody in uniform or not? Or were they still are, are on vacation? the global score? <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be that could be one uh, example there. But uh, South Haven got smoked the night before. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be guys missing. could be flu, cold. There's, there's that, still stuff going around. Well, And there's that new strain of COVID flowing around now, too, I read about. So, Well, well let's just add it to the to the mix. Yeah. Now, you know, it's, it's like a flu virus. And obviously, I think it's going to mutate and change. Yeah. Kind of like our show. <laughs> Mutates. And, <laughs> not in a good way. No. <laughs> and I, don't, I can't say we change it a good way either. No. Um, but, no, there are some you know, different things going around. I know we're not going to be joined by Our Lady of the Lake Boys basketball coach, Josh Beckman, today. He's got the stomach uh, version of whatever's going around. And, you know, I've heard some people have not been able to eat for several days because they can't keep anything down. And it sounds like that's what Coach Beckman, Beckman's got. So as long as we get everybody healthy. 
before we get back to school. Um, that'll be an undertaking. We'll see if it happens. All right, uh, we will take a break. When we come back, we'll have a chance to talk with Greg Schaefer, boys basketball coach for St. Joe. The Bears able to play last night as well. That's a, a good cross-county, I guess, rivalry uh, game to pick up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think with those uh, extra games, you're seeing more local games like Lakeshore, Niles, things like that, St. Joe playing um, Coloma, and I think Bering Springs later. Coloma's is really down right now. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have not won a game yet this year. So, And the girls' program... They don't uh, have a varsity team. No. Really. Uh-uh. For, I mean, they're playing some, but... Right. I mean... You know, one conference game I'm looking forward to, and we'll talk to him uh, toward the end of the program with um, with uh, Corey Sterling, Benton Hubbard plays Brandywine. Mm. Brandywine's got some really nice athletes. They're undefeated, and they're scoring some points, too. Yeah. Yeah, their boys' program has been well the last, I would say, six to seven years. Mm-hmm. They were really a doormat for a long time, but Coach Knapp has stuck it out. He's built a program. Yeah. And uh, they, they've been playing well mm-hmm. down there on so the guys' side for a that, number of years. <clears throat> that game, Benton Harbor and Brandywine, is coming up in uh, not too long from right now. But we'll talk with Corey Sterling about that and more. Boys basketball this morning on the coaches. We'll take a break. More on the way from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we're excited to offer you a completely new experience as we've extended our hours to include evenings. Enjoy a new dinner menu as we bring back some old favorites like Ryan's Chicken and Biscuits and share some new creations like my vegan sweet potato and black bean enchiladas. We'll offer new additions to our $5 kids menu, fancy desserts, and specialty drinks. Whether you're looking for homemade comfort food or fresh healthy options, we've got you. Starting now, we're open until 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday each week. See you soon. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real, and it may be happening to you. It ended up being a lot. These are the voices of NADS. I pay for streaming video, cloud storage, streaming audio. Where does it end? This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It is a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope. For millions of people, there is radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month, radio delivers all the music, news, and entertainment you want when you want it for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connection required. Here's my credit card number. It's 5462. Shh, don't speak. When you listen to WSJM, you'll never need that. (laughs) This is so wonderful. Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diming syndrome. I could use a hug. It's radio. No subscription required. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM or at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski, Greg Schaefer, boys coach and boys basketball coach at St. Joe is joining us. The Bears coming off a 71 to 30 uh, non-conference victory over Coloma to wrap up the holiday break. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. And I hope you had a good Christmas and New Year's. Yep, we did. Awesome. 
nice family time, I hope. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a little a, bit. Yeah. Now, will you get ready for a Coloma last night, last day of, of uh, Christmas break. How much practice time are you able to get in over break? Well, we... Um we brought the guys back for mandatory practices this week. Okay. And then last week we had non-mandatory practices for people that were kind of traveling around the Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. So the guys that were in town came to our workouts during Christmas week, and then we tried to get um, pretty much everybody was back. I had, had one player who still couldn't make it back this week, but uh, um, everybody else was there and did a good job preparing, and uh, it definitely helped us last night. Sounds when you, like it. When you have those non-mandatory, is that more like skill set practices? Well, or? quite honestly, um, I I like to to get keep the cardio up. Oh, so sure. uh, we do we do some skill work the first part of the practice, and then it's it's pretty much mostly scrimmaging. After that, we we invite our alumni guys um, to join us if if they're in town and would like to to get some action in. So. Um, that way we know we've got enough for, you know, even for our guys that are out of town. Um, we'll have a decent workout with the ones that are there. And, um, and so um, it, was, it was good to see some, some former players uh, the week of Christmas. And, and then our guys that were in town got good workouts in. And I think it helped us when we jump back into mandatory work this week. When you come back like this week, is it? A refresher course, a little bit of what you put in, or are you looking to add some stuff with the extra, let's say extra practice? Yeah, the, I mean, the first part is just to to get caught back up where we were, mm-hmm. and then as the week goes along, if there's a couple of wrinkles that you just didn't have time to um, to put in as far as a special play, or 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 maybe even just an execution type thing that you want to get some extra reps on. This is your window to do that, and, and our guys did a good job with that. Well, three guys in double figures last night, and I, it looks like uh, Kai Weingarten probably uh, was not one of those that was absent No practice. No, he and, a nice uh, game. He, he, he uh, got rolling a little bit in the fourth quarter, and... Um, you know he's he's a, a really good shooter, so if we do a good job of finding him, um, there's a pretty good chance he's going to knock down the shot, and, and he did that in the in late third, early fourth quarter, um, to to have a nice ball game off the bench, and you know then we had Matt Lanier, he had a double double, he had 13 points, 10 rebounds, and Chase Sanders had 12 points to go with his three assists and. Um, our charts had him with eight steals, wow. um, which was a really good defensive effort. And then we had a couple of guys that were close to double figures that had good all-around games. We had uh, Jerron Brown had nine points. Or I'm sorry, he had eight points and five assists. And then Benson Holloman was nine points. And uh, he had quite a few boards, if I'm remembering. Yeah, he had three boards, two assists took a charge, got a steal. So good all-around game from him. And uh, everybody scored. Everybody played well. We had a couple of guys that, that had really um, really good looks all night and just, you know, shot didn't go. But they played extremely well in other parts of the game. A guy I'm thinking of in that department is Luke Lehner. Um, played a really good defensive game and, um, and 
set some people up and uh, executed well within the offense. We're not worried about whether his shot's going to go in future games. And um, so really good effort. We had, we had everybody ready to go off the bench. Trevor Vucek gave us good minutes at the guard position. Jacob Diamond, another guy who, who is a good shooter that had a rough shooting night but did a lot of other really positive things. And we got Asher Tunicliffe. Um, his first varsity points last night. So awesome. that was that was great to see him out on the court um, to reward him for all his hard work and practice. So, uh, you know, you're talking about a, a full team effort of everybody doing a good job. Some guys had uh, um, their shots going a little bit more than others. But uh, with the balance that we have, it, it seems like one game, one guy steps up, and then the next night it's somebody else that has uh, the big scoring night. And uh, that's that's a good trait to have as a team. You mentioned the uh, guys with the assists, too. You really hope that guys look at that stat as valuable as they do points as well, because it is. Yeah, it really is. Um, another guy that gave us a lift off the bench um, is J.R. Scott. Played with a lot of energy, and uh, he was able to finish a few buckets. And... Um, you know, so that's just uh, another example of uh, really good production from the bench and providing what, what the team needs on a given night. When you had a running clock against Coloma early in the second half. It, what- it was, it didn't, uh, I don't think the running clock came on until tail end of third, maybe okay. early fourth. Yep. What do you do then differently from the offensive or defensive perspective when you get up that much? I mean, obviously you're not going to press. Right, so we didn't press in the second half. And um, our bench guys played more than our starters in the second half. You you keep competing. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we have a really big game on Monday. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to continue to work on the things that, that will help us continue to play well on that given night. But also, um, you don't want to create bad habits that right. are going to get you in trouble in future games. I mean, we... We, we were uh, at Benton Harbor on Friday, Portage Northern, who who knocked off Portage Central and has been playing everybody really tough in our league. Um, they come to town on Thursday. So we have a really challenging week coming up. And, um, you know, we've, we've, we've got to continue to work on ourselves, even if, if the game is already in hand. You mentioned you know, the big game coming up on Monday at Benton Harbor. We'll get more into that after the break. But beforehand, how big was it to be able to play this week in advance of? Yeah, uh, I um, I really wanted to get a game in um, toward the tail end of break. It, it allowed us to give the guys a little bit of downtime, but still give us um, game experience before we um, – we jump into this next week's schedule. So I think it's going to help us a lot. And, um, you know, we we didn't play, we didn't finish as well in the first half as we did in the second half. And I really think part of that is due to the layoff. We had the same good looks. It's just that, you know, it's a different feel to make plays um, against another team in a competitive setting with fans in the stands you just can't duplicate that in practice and so we got that accomplished last night and i think we'll play better next week because of it how difficult do you think it is for players you've had two weeks off and you've got a game on a friday but there is no school how difficult do you think that is it uh it can be difficult if if the guys don't handle it right right if uh you know they're out you know, burning up all kinds of energy all day long instead of the normal school routine, then um, 
you know that can make it more challenging but uh we we kept our we had a, a shoot around walkthrough uh yesterday day of the game and we had it at the exact same time we've been practicing all week so we tried to create our own routine right up through game time and the guys did a good job with that to so make sure they're not on their xbox or playstation until 3 a.m the night before. right yeah we, we we have morning practices uh not, not too early it's 10 o'clock so that's a reasonable time yeah um but you can't be up till three or four in the morning and be worth much at 10 in the morning so uh um i hopefully our guys were getting their rest and uh and ready they were ready to go at practice so they must have been all right we'll take a break more coming up with saint joe uh, coach greg schaefer we're talking saint joe boys basketball the coaches on news talk sports 94.9 wsjm Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs. And I gotta say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a seven-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty, or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state. Johnny. United Federal Credit Union was created by members for members. We get you because, well, we are you. And just like you, we all want the most for our money. Whether you're saving for a rainy day because you always need a plan B, and let's face it, a plan C, or you just want to get away to a week in the sun, our savings accounts start paying rewards from day one. Save long-term, short-term, or somewhere in between. It's up to you. Your money, your call. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Why your radio will always be important in your life. You can drive with us, cook with us, run, walk, bike, the list goes on and on. In the end, you can always rely on your radio. We're equipped with backup generators to keep you informed. Radio provides service to you and your community. Free music, free news, free entertainment every single day. Local. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM and the WSJM app at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Check them out online, fullcirclestevensville.com. You can check out their hours. Again, uh, open uh, Mondays from 8 until 3, closed on Tuesday, and then Wednesday through Sunday, 8 until 7, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Talking St. Joe Boys basketball with Coach Greg Schaefer. Bears coming off the 71-30 win over Coloma last night now you've got uh, Benton Harbor coming up on uh, on Monday and it's at Benton Harbor right yeah okay yeah. and never an easy place to play no but it's ma- mainly because of uh, the, the quality of their program I mean every year they they have really good players and they play play together really well on both sides of the ball great tradition so 
you know, the 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 gym has a lot of history, um, but the opponent is is uh, what makes it a difficult place to to play at. And uh, my my guys this year are really excited about the challenge. They, uh, um, you know, they've played Benton Harbor for a long time, and. Um, we know the the challenge before us, but the guys are really excited about that challenge. It's nice to be able to have that type of rival that's mm-hmm. close for for the parents. Yeah, the I mean we don't we don't have to travel to the Detroit area to play one of the better teams and programs in the state. We're we're going five miles. Yeah, and uh, um, it's not a traditional night to play, but boy, if you're an area basketball fan and you're looking for something to do Monday night, it'd be great to have uh, a great atmosphere um, with what I think will be a great high school game. Oh, I bet it will be. And the one thing with Ben Harbor is I think people maybe don't always give them credit for is they do play good defense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they will. They make you work. They, they play excellent pressure defense, and you really have to execute um, to get good looks against them. And, of course, they like to try to disrupt you before you can get in execution mode, and they do a good job of that too. So um, those are challenges that you have to be prepared for, and um, you've, you've got to have a team that – that has a number of, of players that can make plays. If uh, you just have maybe one or two offensive players going to Benton Harbor, you're probably in trouble. <laughs> um, if if you've got good balance then and, and you're executing well, then you, you have a fighting chance to score some points and keep up with their uh, firepower. Is there a, wh- a deep bench helps, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, because you have to expend so much energy to, number one, try to um, contain their excellent offensive skill, and you have to expend energy to um, beat their pressure and sustain your execution throughout the possession. So being able to bring fresh guys in and let them um, do their part and then bring your guy back when they've gotten a little bit of a rest um, gives you a better chance for sure. Mm-hmm. How, how do you mimic the speed of their defense when you're trying to practice against that? Well, there are some things you can't mimic, but, um, you know, we have some pretty good athletes on our team, so sure. we can uh, we can duplicate it the best we can. And, um, you know, it's, it's really more... Um, the, the fundamental plays that have to be made against uh, really good defensive teams. And you can emphasize that no matter um, what you're, you're doing in practice or who you're going against in practice. And so that's, that's really what our emphasis is as a coaching staff is, gosh, you're, you're trapped in one of their pressure defensive looks you can't float soft passes over the top. I mean, it's an automatic turnover against uh, a, a good defensive team like Benton Harbor. So what what type of fundamental play do you need to make in that situation? And where's your spacing to help your teammate out if you can't go through it or around it? And uh, so everybody's got to be locked in mentally so that execution-wise we're in the right spot. You have a little bit of anticipation of the trap coming um, and try and make the play before you're in the teeth of the defense and then what kind of fundamental play do you make in that situation and are you tough enough to survive Mm -hmm. um, that moment where maybe you are in a tough spot 
And so we work on all of those things from day one because we not only see it from Benton Harbor, but mm-hmm. we see it from all kinds of people up and down our schedule. And uh, hopefully that will... Uh, pay dividends on Monday night when we're playing a great opponent. And you mentioned, you know, Monday being an odd night. It's an odd week. You're playing Monday, Thursday. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the reasons. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> Kevin does a good job of giving me a heads we, up when, when yeah, there are changes. Yeah, we just want to throw him under the bus. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he told me that Benton Harbor wanted to move it to Monday, it was originally scheduled Tuesday. I I jumped on it because Thursday is a division game against Portage Northern, and it gives us two days to prepare for that instead of just one. And you know, with with our our week, we we actually started preparing for Benton Harbor this past Monday, sure. and and then we'll jump back into Benton Harbor preparation on uh, Sunday. We'll have a Sunday afternoon practice. And so we'll get our two days of prep for Benton Harbor. And, um, you know, at, at this stage with 22 games this year, if you get two days of preparation, you're going to feel like that's, that's, that's pretty good. And then, then we jumped into, you know, getting ready for Coloma as soon as uh, we scrimmaged Water Valide on Tuesday, which oh. was helpful. And uh, they have a nice team this year, and so that was good for us. And then Wednesday and Thursday we were getting ready for Coloma, and now all of our focus is back on Benton Harbor. And it's almost like a mimic of a district week where you only get a day or so. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you get late in the year. It's, it's not as difficult to just have one day to prepare like in district week because more than likely you've seen the team once or twice mm-hmm. before and all your stuff is in. It's just now reminding them of these are the things we're emphasizing for this upcoming game. And then Portage Northern, not much of a step down. They're, they've got a nice ball club. They, they do. Well. They, uh, I saw them on film when they played Matawan. Um, and... Uh, I, I think they're a much improved team this year and, and will certainly be a challenge. We're going to have to uh, transition and, and focus on them uh, after Monday night's game for sure. They won two in a, that was double overtime, too. It was, last night was double overtime, yeah. yeah. Oh, with Portage Central? Yeah. Portage Central has a nice club, so... Uh, you know, there's oh, there there are no easy ones. No, no, uh, no, no, no. And then you go on Tuesday to Lakeview. Basically. Yeah, Lakeview, and and we're still trying to find a uh, a, a window to play Matawan. Right. And quite honestly, when I look at our schedule, I think it's one of the next two Mondays. So we might play another Monday game. It's probably the only night you can get an official in a makeup mm-hmm. game. And uh, where our schedule and Matawan's schedule mm-hmm. looks, it's either one of the next two Mondays or it's late February. Uh, I personally would rather have it be one of the next two Mondays, um, even if it means we got to go back-to-back for a non-divisional game uh, against Lakeview. Um, so I, I don't know. We'll talk to Matawan. Um, we, we tried to get it in uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, okay. but they, they couldn't uh, work it out with their facility. So um, now we're, we're just looking for the next best opening. Do, do teams avoid Saturdays for the most part? Cause... Well, not with 22 games. Okay. Like we were going to play Dwajek on a Saturday. Okay, good. There, there were a couple of Saturdays that we would have played Matawan in a makeup game. But they were already playing. 
Oh. So, I mean, that's the trick when you got to reschedule. Sure. It, it's not just when it works for you. Um, it's it's when both schools can actually make it work, and you can get the facility, and you can get officials. It's a little more complicated than you would think on the front end. Yeah, so yeah. gone are the days where, well, we can either move to a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Saturday. Most of those days are all taken up by a Yeah, game. especially when you think of, you know, you're making up the girls' schedule mm-hmm. for that night, too. So they, we don't necessarily have to play Madawan uh, the same night our girls do, but the ADs have to find a window for that makeup game as well and yeah. make sure they find officials for that game. And the traditional nights, there just aren't many open officials floating around. So I'll bet you we don't play that one on a Tuesday or Friday. Um, it's it's going to be a Monday, a Wednesday. Thursdays are pretty heavy nights, too, for officials. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it works out. You know, for fans, how hard do you think it is for them to track and figure out when you or anybody else is playing home. I mean, we, we all kind of yeah. grew up where it was Tuesday, Friday, and that was kind of built in your yeah. family culture. The, the ones that are comfortable to jump on the athletic website mm-hmm. um, for their school, that that automatically updates when you change the game and schedule star, which is kind of the scheduling company we work with. Yeah. And so that would be my suggestion is just at the beginning of the week, Go uh, to St. Joe Athletics webpage and click on the big team's uh, um, uh, choice and call up the boys' basketball schedule, and you'll see any updated games and new nights and Mm -hmm. times or whatever is going on. Yeah. All right, so St. Joe with the win over Coloma last night. They're back at it Monday at Benton Harbor, uh, right around 7 o'clock for Varsity, right? Yep. Is that a triple header? Yeah, triple header. So I think think the freshmen are starting at 4. I think they have the JV schedule at 5.30, and we're scheduled at 7. So about 7.30, 8 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> I think, I, I think it, actually, <laughs> because they, they're starting at 4, it'll be closer to okay. the scheduled time. If it would have been 4.15, I'd say you know maybe 7.30 for the start for the varsity. Well, I know that game will be on WSJM, too, so that'll be All game. right, great. Yep. All right. So, well, congratulations on the win. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck on Monday. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks All for right, coming All right, thank in. you. We'll take a break. More coming up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible because this is our home too come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown stevensville and join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com see you soon we love you the community of niles invites you to their miss and mr blossom time pageant on saturday january 7th at dewajak middle school at 6 p.m tickets will be available at the door Midwest Family, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, and Twin City Beauty College are proud to support the Blossom Time Community Pageants. The Community of Niles invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom Time Pageant this Saturday, January 7th at 6 p.m. If you're struggling with your weight and frustrated with dieting year after year, 
Mark Patrick Seminars can help. Join the over half million people who have attended Mark Patrick Seminars with feel-great weight loss results. Mark Patrick Seminars will be in Benton Harbor on Monday, January 16th. After this hypnosis, I want to eat good food. Since August, I can honestly say I have not had one potato chip. It was life-changing for me. And I don't think about desserts like I used to. Bridget, how much have you lost now? I lost a total of 83 pounds. Holy cow. It's easy, it's fun, very relaxing, and very successful. And I would just say go for it. For only $49.99, lose all the weight you want, 100% guaranteed. Monday, January 16th at the Hilton Garden Inn in Benton Harbor. Weight loss seminar at 5.30 p.m., registration at 5 p.m. Attend this program and find out how the power of hypnosis can help you achieve your weight loss goals. Register now at markpatrickseminars.com. Lots of clouds to start the day, but seeing a bit more sun by the afternoon, climbing to the upper 30s. Cloud cover will increase tonight, temperatures dropping to the mid-20s. We could see a few stray snow showers on Sunday, but any accumulations are looking light. We'll be in the upper 30s once again tomorrow. The week ahead looks warm, highs in the low 40s, staying dry until late Thursday, cooling to the upper 30s Friday with a rain-snow mix possible. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. Coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Best uh, breakfast spot, lunch spot, and now dinner spot in uh, southwest Michigan. Open for dinner Wednesday through Sunday. Breakfast menu includes Brett's favorite, the the breakfast sandwich. You can also get uh, your um, pancakes. Several different ways you can order your pancakes. Loaded biscuits and gravy. I'm surprised you haven't gotten over all over that yet. Biscuits and gravy trying to watch my figure and I, there's, there's a lot of calories in that bad raider it's not like i this don't is, like it this is true you know my dad loved biscuits and gravy whenever we would take him to his appointment to see the cardiologist you know <laughs> you know he always said you know afterwards you know lay off of this and this and this and then he goes you want to go out for breakfast sure let's go <laughs> and what does he order biscuits and gravy and how long do you live to <laughs> uh 86 Six, I then what more do you want? What do you want, man? This is he, true. He made the right choices. <laughs> and he didn't die of a heart disease. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, so he, he did not. <laughs> uh, so, again, your favorite breakfast here at Full Circle Cafe, your favorite lunches here at Full Circle Cafe, and now your favorite dinners Wednesday through Sunday, open till 7 here at Full Circle Cafe, and very unique dishes as well. And they change it up a little bit, too. A lot of various um, specials for you to enjoy. We are also brought to you in part by United Federal Credit Union. They get you. Your breakfast sandwich on the order again today? Yeah, I got to go get it. I was just, you know, but you talk about homemade. When you talk about orange juice, I mean, they're not buying out of box. There's a box of oranges. Oranges. So when you hear, like, that grinding noise yeah. behind, off the air, or during the broadcast yeah that's them making orange juice <laughs> so here we hear up oh, somebody's ordering orange yeah. juice that's when the, uh, yeah. yeah so it's a real deal they cut it in half <laughs> you order have, it they squeeze it then right here and then they let uh, roger look at it <laughs> <laughs> well 
Oh, did you Rogers, all right. He, no, who, I haven't heard of Forty Seven. Four, four oranges and a small eight and a big. <laughs> he's, See, he knows because he has because he, he ate my breakfast. <laughs> he did that like a month, three weeks ago. <laughs> they squeeze the orange juice right there in front of him here at the uh, the breakfast bar. Normally, Josh Beckman, the uh, boys basketball coach at Our Lady of the Lake, would join us, but again, Josh is uh, still trying to uh, fight the uh, the stomach bug that's going around, and I I think he he was telling me that he's finally able to uh, to eat and keep things down. And I think there are a lot of people in the area that can relate as to what's going on. So hope uh, for Josh to get a, a quick recovery. But again, with Our Lady of the Lake, they had the season opening win on the road at Lawrence. To start the season off nice, 46-39. And then uh, they, they hit some pretty nice competition. Michigan Lutheran, Countryside Academy, River Valley, Brandywine. Following those, and then uh, the game against Bridgman leading into Christmas break was postponed. Uh, so for Our Lady of the Lake, a few practices this week, and then they'll practice again on Monday in anticipation for a trip to Eau Claire on Tuesday. Eau Claire's uh, the real deal this year. Taking the Struzikowski Express out yes. there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you've got the Polar Express and the Struzikowski <laughs> Express. Both go pretty fast. <laughs> Tom did tell me there is a governor on the uh, bus, so, so he... Tops whatever seventy eighty something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can set that governor to a certain speed, but he's he's got I think to set pretty high. Does it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he maxes that baby. <laughs> I tell you, we're not going to mention any names, but the kids when they know Tom is driving, they're they, excited. They're excited because they know it's a quick trip. They do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They like but with the, the other uh, bus driver, they go, ah, can you drive, please? <laughs> like driving with Spencer, yeah, oh. our former engineer oh, and yeah. colleague. Holy smokes. Yeah, he was. That <laughs> killed me that one day. Wait, I don't know we were going, whatever game that was a long time ago. The Lakers have the, the road trip uh, to Eau Claire on Tuesday. That'll be a, a triple header. Eau Claire does not have a girls' JV team. So it'll be boys' JV at 5 o'clock followed by girls' varsity, and then boys' varsity. So the girls' varsity is expected to start somewhere in the area of 6.30, mm-hmm. and then the boys' varsity expected to start somewhere in the area of 8 o'clock, and that'll be at Eau Claire. And then the long road trip to Howardsville Christian coming up on Friday. The uh, Lady Lakers are hosting Howardsville on Thursday, and the guys are on the road at Howardsville Christian. That'll be another triple header. That'll be a girls' middle school, oh. boys' JV, boys' varsity. Your middle school? <clears throat> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's a unique gym. It's stark white inside, white floor, white walls, a lot of coloring on the floor from different games that they have set up. And this always seems to be a difficult place to play. But mm-hmm. you know, and credit to Howardsville, especially on the on the boys' side. I know the girls' program is coming back, but for a small school, forty some kids, they play extremely good boys' basketball. They do, and it's not just a one-time thing. It's it's been consistent. It has been for about ten years. Mm-hmm. Oh, about four or five years ago, they made the regional finals. You know, with forty some kids in the school, so it's almost like watching the movie Hoosiers. You know, it's just a, a little school that loves to play basketball. They shoot well. Mm-hmm. They're fundamentally sound. They're patient. Yeah, and you better be ready to play. Right. And, and they like to jack up the threes. They shoot from the outside yeah. very well. So you, you got to cover your gaps well. So anybody from Laker Nation going to the, the games at Howardsville Christian on Friday, anticipate the phone not working in the gym. No, it does not. No. Have you ever been in there? Uh, I've been there to do an interview, 
okay. um, a, a few times, but I have not done a game from there. I don't, I don't know if we could do a game from there. No, you couldn't. No, <laughs> no. You, you riding the, the Strzokowski Express on Friday? I'm trying to think if we're – I don't think we're hosting anything on Friday, so possibly. Yeah. Yeah, that, see, you should experience what the kids experience. Oh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely have. So that's on the the docket for Our Lady of the Lake. And I know Josh would, uh, if he was here, would sing the praises of, um, you know, Matt Lage and Owen McLaughlin, the two guys that are carrying the team. And, you know, there are guys that you know, that are out on the, uh, the floor. He would just like to see them shoot a little bit more and gain a little bit more confidence. And I think that's the biggest thing for Our Lady of the Lake right now is just the team to gain some, some confidence. Well, I think those are those things are important. And, and unless they're just a terrible shooter, you just need to have guys, if they shoot just a couple times a game, to keep things honest against mm-hmm. your, your two better shooters. But I think the one thing, you know, always to preach is, not everybody can be a scorer, so be the best rebounder, right. be the best passer, be the best assist guy. You know, handle the ball well. You, if you do things well, you necessarily don't have to, especially Division Four. I mean, everybody would love to have five scores on the floor. It's just not reality. Mm-hmm. If you can get two or three, you're probably going to be competitive and then have guys and or ladies, depending on what game it is, to understand their roles and, and and celebrate what they do well, and not sell, not worry about what they don't do well. They still need to work on those things, but there's a lot of good things players can do. But if it's just two that are scoring over 50 percent of your points, most teams in this area, that level, can develop with defense to stop two. Oh, and that's what that's what they're doing too. But again, the the schedule too with what the you know, well, you the lake is, is seen. I mean, Brandywine was the last. We would have played Bridgman going into break. So you just take a look at that uh, that schedule: Lawrence, Michigan Lutheran, Countryside Academy, River Valley, Brandywine. It would have been Bridgman, but it was postponed. And then all Claire and Howardsville Christian. One thing about going through the BCS is there are no easy games. And we were just talking about that with with Greg Schaefer, too, uh, with the uh, the smack. There are no easy games. And the same thing here with the uh, the BCS. And probably the only one that seems to be really down right now is Culver. But supposedly they had two guys that could play, but it doesn't seem like their scores are reflecting that right now. You know, we, we haven't seen their box scores. But it seems to be a competitive small school conference mm-hmm. where the, I don't think anybody's really good but I don't think anybody's really bad. Right. So you get a lot of competitive games. River Valley might be the, the standout as of right now with Auclair number two. But most teams should be able to go into every game with a competitive chance of winning. Except maybe COVID right now. Right. Um, and I know the Buffalo's down, but even then, as the season goes on, they'll mm-hmm. get better. Mainly because a lot of those guys didn't play in varsity last year. And now they're just learning how to play varsity. Yeah. And so they'll learn to get better, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, you really at, 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 after the first year, you really find out what te- <clears throat> what teams and what coaches have the ability to adapt to the talent they have, adjust to the opponents that they're going to play, and get their games competitive. You know, if you can be in, you know within striking distance going to fourth quarter, you know, that's where the coaching comes into play. Yeah, it's just one of those conferences where you look through the schedule, okay, where's the, the game that maybe, you know, we – like a gimme. We have a good chance of winning and gaining some confidence, and it just there aren't very many in, no, in that conference. But I, I think I think our lady can be competitive. 
Well, right. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is if you're in a losing streak, you're looking for a game. Okay, where's that one game that I know we're going to win? No stars. <laughs> and, that, and I'm not just talking about Our Lady of the Lake. I'm talking about anybody in that conference yeah. looking at where's the, uh, you know, where's the, the game that I'm very confident we're going to win. And, you know, some conferences have that. Um, even you look at you know college basketball. Right. There are certain games that you know Michigan or Michigan State are going to play in the Big Ten. They go well, they're going to win that. Well, that's what Michigan thought when they played Central. True. What mm-hmm. an up and down program there. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you. Today, Michigan, Michigan State plays it today or tomorrow. Today. What time? Okay. And they don't like each other. No. I want to see Izzo and Howard get at each other. Because <laughs> I, I got a feeling they do not like each other. I think they're respectful of each other. Yes. But I don't think there's any love there no. at all. No. And Because they, they're both pretty fiery type of guys. Howard kind of, Howard, I think, really gets over the edge a little too often. I'm with how he gets on the court. And I think Izzo's getting a little too free with his comments. Yeah, yeah. oh, that, yeah, he that is. Things that don't involve basketball. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he he's at the state now where, you know what, I'll say whatever I want. What yeah. are you going to do? And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. <laughs> right. I think, you know, he, he still needs to stay in his role <laughs> and let other people handle those type of things. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look at the scoreboard from last night for boys and girls basketball as we continue from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. Making a big decision for your business means weighing many factors. One to keep in mind today is product availability. Waiting for a big out-of-town or out-of-state company to deliver can take three to six months. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. In addition to award-winning quality, our shop copiers and products are averaging three to six-week turnaround. Supply chain issues are real, but three to six months versus three to six weeks is no comparison. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrott. 2022's been a great year for Cornerstone Alliance, which also means it's been a year of growth for Michigan's Great Southwest. In 2022 alone, the Alliance has cultivated over $53 million in new capital investment right here in Berrien County. That's a significant amount of investment that is going to create new jobs, newer tax base. We've helped existing businesses expand. We've been out trying to attract new businesses and talent to the area as well. Chris Frank, Vice President of External Affairs at Cornerstone Alliance, says it's all because of the local support. We do a ton of things under our umbrella, but every single thing we do is because of the support that we get from our investors. So every single dollar that is given is turned right back into the community. And I always say when Cornerstone Alliance wins, we all win. For every dollar given, our investors have directly impacted the lives of every single resident, every business owner, every taxpayer, every child in Berrien County. Consider investing in everyone's future in Michigan's Great Southwest today. Learn more at GoMichigan.com. Underwritten in part by Cornerstone Alliance Investors, South Bend International Airport. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Just a quick uh, few scores from last night. On the men's side, uh, mostly all non-conference, St. Joe over Coloma, 71-30. to 
Lakeshore knocks off Niles 40-37. Waterloo or Allegan 63-53. Buchanan beats New Buffalo 54-36. South Haven over Goebbels 60-4. Portage Northern over Portage Central double overtime 65-63. In ladies' side, it was Waterloo over Allegan 44-33. And Lawton knocks off Constantine 40-25. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk Lakeshore basketball next with head coach Sean Schrader from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we're excited to offer you a completely new experience as we've extended our hours to include evenings. Enjoy a new dinner menu as we bring back some old favorites like Ryan's Chicken and Biscuits and share some new creations like my vegan sweet potato and black bean enchiladas. We'll offer new additions to our $5 kids menu, fancy desserts, and specialty drinks. Whether you're looking for homemade comfort food or fresh healthy options, we've got you. Starting now, we're open until 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday each week. See you soon. People can't really tell us apart half the time either. I don't know how. My good looks and physique. (laughs) For years, people ask, is this Carrie? I say, no, it's Mike. Can I help you? I hear it too. Is this Mike? No, it's Carrie. Now we're hearing it. Is this Carrie? It must be Mike. No, it's Casey. Can I help you with something? Yeah, I've got it the worst. They asked for Carrie, and I'm not sure if they mean me or my dad. So let's set the record straight. Michael Ross, his brother Carrie Ross, and Carrie's two sons, Casey and Carrie, make up the third and fourth generations of the crew in blue at City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. It may cause some confusion when you give us a call, but having four generations serving our community since 1902 is a huge source of pride for all of us. Honest, trustworthy, and committed to keeping your family in your comfort zone for generations to come. Thank you for trusting our family, providing comfort solutions for your homes and businesses. Keeping you in your comfort zone since 1902. The community of Water Valite invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom Time pageant Saturday, January 7th at 6 p.m. at Water Valite High School Auditorium. This year's theme, Let the Good Times Grow. Tickets are $20 and available for purchase by contacting the organization by email at watervalitepo at gmail.com. Midwest Family, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, and Twin City Beauty College are proud to support the Blossom Time Community Pageants. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski back at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Joined by Sean Trader, Lakeshore Boys basketball coach. The Lancers, a 40-37 to win over Niles. Quality win. Niles is a much improved team. Yeah, they are. They're um, much improved over the last few years. Miles Busby um, is doing a really good job um, reviving that program, I think. And... Uh, they're significantly better. You know, they've got three really good guards um, that uh, that all can <coughs> excuse me that all can play. Uh, they have um, a couple good inside guys. You know, post type players. So they're uh, they're much better. Um, JV team is much better. Um, overall, their program is much better. So Miles doing a really good job. I was pleased with the, with the win for us last night. It really was. How we were asking uh, Greg Schaefer uh, this: How important was it for you to see if you could get a game in this week in preparation for getting to uh, a normal kind of schedule next week? Well, you have to, you almost have to play now um, at least once over break with all the games with 22 games if you want to play 22, or else you're going to play three a week, you know, all the time, and you don't necessarily want to do that. You know, we've got a couple. Um, we have two 
two scheduled right now where we have three a week, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have a makeup game from before break with Lakeview. So we're going to have a third. You know, so three of the next, however many weeks we have left, are going to we'll be playing three games. So. Um, it's important to play over break. Uh, it's something we'll, I'm sure we'll be doing every year from now on. And, um, you know, it, it's it's nice. You know, the, the only issue, the only negative issue about playing over break is, you know, the crowds aren't as big. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we didn't have a particularly good crowd for a Lakeshore Niles game last night. Uh, but that's because, you know, it's it's over break. People are still out of town. Kids don't know. All the kids don't know about it because it's right. break. So there's a lot of reasons for it. But um, that's really the only negative in my in my eyes. You know, to me, the trade one of the biggest trademarks of your program has been rebounding. Is how do you how is your team rebounding this year compared to others? Well, it's been a work in progress. Okay. Um, but if you look at if you look at our last three games, St. Joe, Berrien Springs, and then last night, you know we've we've done a really good job on the boards. We're we're plus um, St. Joe. I want to say we were plus eight or nine. Wow. Um, Bering Springs, we were plus uh, we were plus seven last night. We ended up plus five because we gave up some offensive rebounds in the second half. We were plus eight at half, so they out rebound us the second half. But um, that was one of those games yesterday where um, they're just Niles was very patient. You know, they they mm-hmm. they played with tremendous patience. I mean, the first possession of the game, they won the tip. You know, they um, they possessed the ball for about a minute, and we played really good defense. You know. Um, so rebounding is getting better. Our defense is significantly better. Um, you know, we, we also um, really worked on, you know, we need to increase the volume of threes that we're shooting. Um, you know, if you, if you look at our two games that we lost, uh, Portage Central and St. Joe before break, you know, Portage Central made 10 threes, St. Joe made eight. We didn't, we didn't shoot that many. You know, we you know against St. Joe we shot 60% from the field and lost because we didn't shoot enough threes. So um, so we we increased our volume. Unfortunately, yesterday we didn't shoot a great percentage. We were five of 20, but that's that's closer where we need to be now um, in terms of the number of threes we want to take. We need to take more of them because we have good shooters. You know, Jack Carlisle, JJ Frakes. Um, Jackson Bushu, all three of our guards, you know, our starting guards can shoot the ball pretty well. Rich Smith, who comes off the bench for us, can shoot the ball pretty well. <coughs> Excuse me. And then um, our new starting foreman, um, Alex Toothman, you know, that's the strength of his game. You know, um, you know, Zach Gort's out for the year, unfortunately for us, uh, with a, with a fractured ankle. Um, but, you know, sophomore Alex Toothman came and uh, last night gave us great minutes, you know, started, uh, probably played 24, 25 minutes. I'm not sure exactly how many he played, but uh, he was solid. You know, he knocked down a three, had a couple go in and out, um, and, and was just a solid basketball player for us. So, if possible, we'd become even younger <laughs> this year. You know, now we're starting two sophomores uh, instead of just one. But um, it's going to be good for us in the future um, as our kids learn to compete, and then um, you know we'll be better in future years for sure. As long as you've been coaching for the two weeks of Christmas break, how do you? Uh, what do you do as far as mandatory practice, voluntary practice, or no practice at all? We try to give the kids a full week off. Um, usually, the, usually, what we do is we'll play a game toward the, you know, when school's in session that last week. We'll play a game usually Thursday, mm-hmm. 
and then we'll take off starting the next day, that that Friday, the last day, or whatever day it is, you know, on break. Right. We'll take off, um, and then we try to give them six or seven days, depending upon when we play. Um, you know, this year we <laughs> this year we practiced. Um, we practiced that Wednesday, and then uh, the game Thursday was canceled. If you remember against Lakeview, and then I, and you know then we knew we were going to have a snow day Friday, so uh, we just took Thursday Friday all the way through the next Thursday off, uh, and that's traditionally what we do. And then when we then when we come back, you know we we practice every day up until whenever you know whenever we start playing games again. When when you come back. Is it more of picking up exactly where you left off, or is it a little bit of review, or is it a little bit of combination? A lot of it's getting the kids back in shape, um, you know, getting the kids, you know, conditioning uh, back up. But it's also um, it's also tweaking things. You know, we want to use it like we we changed with our different personnel. We've changed some things offensively that we had to change. Um, you know, to to look at the strengths of, of, of our kids that are going to be playing now. You know, we, you know, when we when we had Zach playing as our kind of our our under, our, our, our other post, he was more of a perimeter guy. He, you know, was more of a guard really, but he's a big, strong kid. He could rebound well, so um, he gave us some different options. On, but now we're going with. Um, you know, we've got four posts now that we kind of rotate in. It's more of a traditional Lakeshore look with, you know, a four and a five um, who play the post uh, and then three guards. So it's a little bit different. Um, so we had to make some tweaks over break. But um, usually it's getting the kids back in condition. It's, um, it's uh, you know, trying to improve on the things that uh, you know you need to improve upon and and we did that quite honestly um, we're much better defensively our rebounding has improved and there's a few other things we need to work on still hopefully we can shoot a little better percentage of three next time but um, but overall we break was very good for us Lakeshore the 40 to 37 win over Niles last night we'll take a break more coming up with coach Sean Schrader it's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM FM Benton Harbor St. Joseph it took 15 rounds of voting over four days, but after midnight... The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives. And the newly elected Speaker told the House in a speech after 1 o'clock this morning what the Republican priorities would be. He centered on things like the border and investigating the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Let me be very clear. We will use the power of the purse and the power of the subpoena to get the job done. President Biden congratulated McCarthy. ABC's Mary Alice Parks has more on the White House reaction. And the White House is clearly worried. They have to assume, given what we've seen in the last few days, that Republicans are really going to struggle to even get the most basic bills passed, to pass a budget, to pass a government spending bill, to raise the debt limit, to pay for the country's bills. Brian Clark, ABC News. Lots of clouds to start the day, but seeing a bit more sun by the afternoon, climbing to the upper 30s. Cloud cover will increase tonight, temperatures dropping to the mid-20s. We could see a few stray snow showers on Sunday, but any accumulations are looking light. We'll be in the upper 30s once again tomorrow. The week ahead looks warm, highs in the low 40s, staying dry until late Thursday, cooling to the upper 30s Friday with a rain-snow mix possible. I'm WSB Team Meteorologist Jessica Burns. 
the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar here in downtown Stevensville. Want to check out the menu? It's, uh, you know, they add some uh, unique specials and such. You can check them out online, fullcirclestevensville.com. You can also place an order uh, ahead of time online, or you can um, give them a call as well, 429-8696, to place the order in advance, and it'll be ready when you get here or ready for you to pick up if you want to as well. We're also brought to you in part by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Lakeshore basketball coach Sean Schrader is joining us. The Lancers 40-37 to winners over Niles last night. Jack Carlisle had a nice game for you last night. Yeah, he did. He really played well in the second half. We made um, made a couple adjustments. Um, one of them was with in terms of JJ, they were just they were not going to help off him at, um, all night. You know, they um, they were going to basically face guard him anytime in any help situation, you know, and they were, and they made it tough for him to even catch the ball um, last night. And I know teams are going to start doing that. So we made an adjustment at halftime where we had Jack attacking off a ball screen um, with J.J. in the corner. And so now J.J.'s player has a, has a decision to make. You know, what do you do? You know, do you help or or do you not help and they chose not to help and Jack continually got to the rim last night to finish and uh, and and that was a big part of our victory for sure but uh, you know we're going to have to figure out some a few more things to get JJ a little some better shots some better looks when teams start doing that cuz they're going to do that you know they're going to they're going to try to take him out but the thing that I keep telling the kids we have we have so many other options that we can we can look to if they want to do that we, you know we can we, we can take advantage of that as well, you know, and we can then still get JJ his opportunities. So, um, so it was a big night for Jack last night. Really played well. Well, you know, with you with what you said, there are teams probably not playing the zone against you, but going man to no because they can't leave Freaks or even Carlisle open. I mean, no, we have too many. You can't really. I don't think. I don't think teams will zone us too much because we will have three or four shooters on the floor. You know, most of the time. So. Uh, the few times Niles did try to play a little two-three zone, we got great shots, knocked down a couple, um, a couple threes, and they got out of it pretty quick. You know, because um, we had good looks every time. So I, I don't think teams will play a whole lot of zone because uh, just because we can get, you know, we can get really good looks from you know, and we got guys who can make shots. So. Now, this upcoming week, you're off until, I mean, the team, not school, but you're off until Thursday, right? No, no. We, we play at Seago Tuesday. Oh, you do? Oh, you okay. do. Okay. Um, we got a big week. At Seago on Tuesday um, at home, and then at Matawan Thursday. And then we're playing up in Grand Rapids in the Martin Luther King Classic again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be, uh, then we're, we're playing uh, a team from Detroit, uh, Cornerstone uh, Lincoln King Academy. Um, a charter school, they're uh, uh, Division Two, um, about the same size we are. Um, this should be a good matchup for us. You know, it's you know last year in that we played East Lansing, and mm-hmm. East Lansing was pretty darn good. We we played one of our better games. I think they beat us by eight or ten points. Um, but East Lansing last year was, um, you know, they were a big, really good Class A school. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, from just looking at their scores, I don't think. King Academies is as good. You know, we'll watch film this week to find out. But judging from their scores and records so far, they're not. It's not the same opponent that we played last year. And it's a unique game because you're playing at ten fifteen. Yeah, it's pretty darn early. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we'll be up early next week. <laughs> 
Um, and then Madawan is playing well. It seems to be out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, they've got everybody back for the most part. Um, I expected them to kind of be the team to beat in our in our division, and so far they've proven. I was curious to see the game that was camped, see how St. Joe and them matched up. Sure. Um, you know, I watched them against Portage Central, and Portage Central lost by 10. And it was close the whole way. Madawan kind of pulled away the last two or three minutes. So, you know, I... I you know, traditionally we play pretty well against Matawan, so I'm I'm curious to see how we do this week. Um, Otsego's, you know, quality program. Um, you know, every year they're pretty good. They're pretty good this year. You know, they beat Portage Central in the first game of the year. Um, and I don't think they've lost a game yet. No, they did lose last night. Excuse me. They lost to Marshall. So, um, so it'll be um, we you know we've got three challenges mm-hmm. this week we really do yeah when you look to put together your non-conference schedule what are you looking for in opponents well a couple things I, I a distance you know um, I like playing local teams like Niles and, and we play Dwajak later on and I like playing South Haven or, or Coloma you know sometimes it's hard for those, to get those kids those schools to agree to play us though um, right you know I mean like like South Haven dropped us Pawpaw dropped us from last year um, that's one thing I like to schedule a couple pretty good non-conference teams like the like the Martin Luther King um, tournament and the and going over to play Woodhaven later in January so it's a, it's a combination of things that I like to look at for non-conference um, and then you also try to have some very winnable games in there, you know. So it's kind of three things that I look for, um, with and then a variety of opponents, a variety of styles of play um, is also important. Well, you've got some guys that have stepped up uh, in different situations uh, out of necessity, and uh, I, I like the makeup of your team every year because you've got guys. As soon as you, I mean, you need to go on them in a split second, they're ready to jump off the bench and. Play a role, whatever role it is that you need them to play. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I honestly, I think, um, you know, it, except for the Battle Creek Central game, which was uh, just you know one of those games in high school where you have them every now mm-hmm. and then. You know, we've been very competitive. We haven't won as many as we'd like, but um, we've been very competitive. Uh, the St. Joe and the Portage Central game could have went either way. Um, you know, we make a few more plays. In, in one of those games, and we're probably three and two instead of two and three, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and we're exceptionally young, you know. I mean, there's no one else in our league who's as young as we are. Wow. You know, I mean, we're the youngest team in our league. We're also the smallest team in our league. So, you know, but I've been pleased with the kids in terms of how we've competed, and uh, I expect the kids to compete like this all year. I really do. So, Otsego Tuesday, home or away? So he goes home, okay, and then we're away Thursday at Matawan, and then obviously away next Saturday at the Martin Luther King tournament. All right, so let's get some fans back in the stands. Yeah, let's get Tuesday. some let's get some fans back, and uh, we get back to school. Hopefully, the the weather's good. It looks like it's going to be pretty good yeah. for most of January. You know, wow, which is uh, which is nice. So when you're at those like these showcases, do you guys stay and watch any other games, or you just kind of? I mean, you're the first game, so it's not yeah. in front of you, but. If we were, I would. Um, we're not going to stay. Okay, you know? I was just curious. Uh, now, now, if we were, you know, if we were playing a later game, we'd I'd get there early and watch, you know, some of the, the earlier games. Yeah, yeah right. I'd do that. But you know, usually when you're done playing, the kids kind of want to get home and, mm-hmm. and families want to go get a bite to eat. I'm sure, you know, 
as early as the game is. Everyone's going to be hungry afterwards next week and go get some lunch somewhere, you know, with their families. So we won't. But if if we're playing a little bit later, we certainly okay, will. Okay, yeah, I was sure. just curious because there's games up to like 8 o'clock there. Yeah, 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 there's. I have a feeling. I mean, because the games are pretty. Games <laughs> I'm that at the schedule. The last this game is not realistic. The last game will start at ten, probably. <laughs> I'm like, no. This, uh, yeah. This, uh, other than the first game, right? Yeah. The rest are not accurate. Yeah, we'll, we'll start on time. Yep. <laughs> I don't think anybody else will, though. I don't think so. Uh, they've packed, in, in my opinion, they've packed in too many games mm-hmm. in that time frame. But it's it's a great event. It really is. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, those are it's, fun. it's it's really fun, and it's they've got some really good teams. Teams coming, mm-hmm. so. All right. Well, hey, uh, congratulations on the win last night. Enjoy the weekend, and good luck this upcoming week. Should be a fun one. Should be. Should be. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. No, I, I think it will be. I, I, the kids have made really nice progress. We're getting better. Awesome. All right. Thanks for coming in. Thanks. Thank you. All right. We'll take a break. More coming up. We'll talk Michigan Lutheran basketball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. The community of New Buffalo invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom time pageant on Sunday, January 8th at 2 p.m. at New Buffalo Performing Arts Center. Tickets can be purchased from any contestant for $25, and they'll be available at the door. This year's theme, Lights, Camera, Crowns. Midwest Family Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville and Twin City Beauty College are proud to support the Blossom Time Community Pageants. Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. The love of the game draws us to sports. As players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played. To feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping out of the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. We are also brought to you in part by Rogers Foodland, your family food store. Faster, easier, friendlier. Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski, and uh, Matt Herbst, the uh, boys basketball coach at Michigan Lutheran, is joining us here at Full Circle. Uh, happy uh, belated New Year and Merry Christmas. Yeah, to both of you guys as well. Yeah, yeah. both of you. Hopefully yeah, we got of course. Some good family be. time in. We did. We did. Lots of good family time. Yep. We were, we were kind of stuck, you know, with the blizzard oh, so yeah lots of forced family time <laughs> no no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> nah I've, we've got a i got a big family and a small house so yeah we got our family time in That's for sure awesome yep <clears throat> 
So. Well, I mean, since the last time we've had a chance to see you, you've got a scrimmage in, <laughs> but, uh, but no games. I mean, no. you've got a long It's layout. been a month. It, yeah. yeah, I know. It's been a long time since a regular basketball game, but last night we had a scrimmage. Uh, Comstock came over, and uh, so it was good. It was good to get up and down a little bit, and the boys were um, boys were happy to have it. The day before, we had a alumni scrimmage, too, so we got to scrimmage oh, okay. a bunch of the, the guys from probably about 2016 forward, mm-hmm. so it was good. Those guys came out and, and put a little, you know, up and down and running and yeah. uh you know how, you know how they physical. play you know yeah. how they play you know there's not a lot of rules so no, <laughs> no. oh no uh-uh. and then they're out for blood a little bit so it was fun it was so fun. i understand over break you were getting the uh, the gym floor resurfaced what are you able to get in during uh, break? the first week it's completely closed okay. um the second week on uh actually on new year's day is when it opened back up so they could do lifting on that sunday and get some shots up and then that all of this last week we had two hour practices Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday about an hour, and then the alumni came in, and then Friday the scrimmage. So we got a lot in this just this last week. Yeah. So, so when you come back, was it to work on like say conditioning or review or put new stuff? Review. We reviewed a lot and conditioned. Um, they went away pretty tired, um, and that's just you know well, knocking off all the all the rust from a week of not right. doing anything. Um, but uh, by by yesterday, I'm I'm pretty happy with where they're at, where their uh, their lungs and their legs are at, and it, it looks like going into next week. Um, but also, then we tried to implement maybe one new set, um, but then really just reviewed a lot of. Cause we haven't had game with three games in mm-hmm. like a month and a half. So. You got a ton of games coming. Yeah, we do, up. we do, I mean, you we gotta do. Get a lot of your stuff in now. Yep. You just yep. your practices will be game prep. Yep. And yeah, very much. Yeah, we got three this week, um, and then it'll just be one after another. Yeah, each week. No, players like that. Yeah, they, they coaches. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of ready for it too, just to see where we're at. You know, we haven't um, we haven't had a, a challenge quite yet. It, not saying the teams we didn't play weren't challenging, but it's been so long yeah. that we, you know, you kind of want to see where are we. Um, starting prepping for the end of the season, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Now, do you have? I don't know if all our listeners know. ML is actually a dorm school too. Correct. Do you have any players in dorms? That we don't. Okay. Not not this year. Um, I was just going to ask uh-oh. how that fit with them coming back. No, nope, n- nobody on varsity. There there will be two new boys that are coming in. Um, international students that will be able to play some JV stuff coming up here in January. We're hoping that they're going to they're going to kind of fill out some spots. Yeah. So, right. Yep. So coming out of uh, break, then Tuesday you've got uh, a home matchup with with Colbert. Have you had a chance to see yep. much of them at all? Yeah, just uh, on on film. You know, Huddle's such a great tool that you could just ask any coach that you saw played them, and you get their film just like that. And so we got uh, some film on them, um, and uh, it looks like they have pretty much the same squad that they had last year. Um, so yeah, we'll be ready for them. On Tuesday night, I believe that is. Yeah. And then you got Countryside Friday and Howardsville on Saturday. Is that Saturday the makeup? Yeah, that's the makeup game from that one where uh, there were no refs. So, yeah, we got that one. So, coming back out of break with three games. We're ready. Yeah. How do you then practice? Because you got back to back. So, I mean, what's your mindset going into that week? I think it's just do what. We don't change a lot on defense based on who we're playing. Uh, we know what we want to do. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll scout 
who do we really need to watch out for and who are the shooters and you know what, what's their mindset who do they want to get the ball to but we're still not going to change a lot the way that we play our defense so um, scouting teams is important but really doing what we do well is what's what we're going to focus on um, defensively and just cleaning up some things on we know they're going to press we know they're going to be they're going to be they're going to be fast so slowing ourselves down um, if we need to we just get going way too fast when somebody presses us right now so yeah, it's just normal you know and we just got to under control and do what we do well and so that's what we're going to work on well this will be a good week to see uh, what you've got i mean covert's going to be an athletic team and yep. countryside academy is a very athletic team and howardsville christian very i mean they're athletic they, they but they're, they're, they're fundamentally sound yeah after I, I saw some of the stuff that they've done they're just everything they do is just so fundamentally sound <laughs> yeah, and, yeah so you can't you can't give up yeah uh, you can't give them up anything you just you know you got to treasure the ball every time you have it with a team like that and take advantage of every possession and yeah you know, with a week like this coming up, and, and Culver's probably, just being honest, probably below average right now, but Countryside and Mars and Howard's will be good games. How important is is it for your bench players in, in these type of these type of weeks, too, especially? Well, I told them going into this week, I, I told them that uh, I think I have three starters that I know are going to probably start just about yeah, every game. That, yeah. So we've got bench players who are fighting to start, and I, I think every one of them could. Um, based on the depth on our team. So right now, for me, it, the difficulty is who are those guys that are kind of putting their putting the grid in, putting the, the extra effort, energy. We've been pushing that a lot, is uh, energy points in practice during scrimmages. We're tallying them up, and that's the kind of guys that I want in the game. So that's what they're working on, and uh, we've had a lot of fun with it this week, actually. Kind of got our own little hustle chain going around where if they win the hustle points in practice, they get their hustle chain, and so they get to wear it to practice, and hopefully now they'll wear it to school, you know, that kind of stuff. So they're uh, they're fighting for it, and that's the kind of stuff that I want to see coming off the bench and, uh, you know, fresh legs going at it. So... You, tr- you track like the 50-50 balls? Yep, 50-50 balls, call them floor burns, uh, <laughs> um, you know, charges, oh, big time, big you, time. You get an extra turnover yep. or you save a turnover? Yep, and offensive rebounds, that kind of thing, they, those all get tracked in practice, and then uh, at the end we we award a, the hustle chain. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Michigan Lutheran Boys Basketball Coach Matt Herbst. We are at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even convert from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. United Federal Credit Union was created by members for members. We get you because, well, we are you. We know that checking accounts aren't very exciting, but what if you found one that paid you for spending or saving? Those kicky shoes you just absolutely had to have. Cash back. The money sitting in your checking account while you wait for the latest and greatest tech gadget? Dividends. You choose the way you get rewarded. Getting paid to shop or save? Check. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. 
There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. The Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive way. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the MHSAA promoting the value and values of educational athletics. From Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski, and Michigan Lutheran boys basketball coach Matt Herbst is joining us. The uh, Titans have been off since before Christmas break, getting ready for a Tuesday matchup with Covert. That's going to be at home. Actually, all three games at home, right? In yeah. Friday, oh, wow. Countryside, and Saturday, Howardsville, Christian. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, you know, as far as your lineup, and you know you're going to have three guys you're going to start, and the other two positions are going to, you know, whoever earns it. Who are those three guys that you know that have just really right up. right now it's it's Micah um, Jackson and Adam are, are the three that I think they've, they've kind of locked that up mm-hmm. uh, Micah's really truly the ball handler guy that we really need to slow us down and get and then Adam and Jackson as seniors have really stepped up as um, just those energy guys and and they're doing the right things and they're making the right decisions and so those three guys are kind of locked in i'd say ty johnson is probably pretty locked in too um as well um so that kind of leaves maybe one more spot it's it's open and it's rotated um it's rotated uh jared DeWeird has stepped up these this last week and he got start in the scrimmage and and he did a, a great job jonah eggert has started in that spot zach lockman could start in that spot so henry stand it like i've got guys that, yeah. that could and and those guys are going to fight for it and they're going to show me what you know uh who wants it the most week by week and game by game and uh and you know who's gonna who's gonna take care of the basketball? Who's gonna play that role the right way and uh, make make good decisions and play selfless basketball? And and they'll get that spot. Mm-hmm. And if, if they don't start, they're gonna get plenty of playing time yep. because you've got so much talent on that bench. There, there is. Yep. Yep. They can really uh, they can come off and play all of them, like I mentioned before. Yeah. I'm you know pretty blessed to mm-hmm. have that. So. And obviously, you know, Mike, a really good ball handler. I think being left-hander is also a plus. But who else can, if, if let's say you got foul trouble yep. or hurt, or who who do you say, okay, man, you got to handle the Zach, ball? Zach Lockman's been the guy that okay. I've been leaning on um, to to bring the ball up. Like yesterday when we we did five and five, so five guys in, five guys out, sure. and Zach was the guy. I wanted to give him the opportunity to show that he could handle that kind of pressure because they were, they were pressing quite a bit, and he, he did a good job. He, he really did. So it would be Zach, Jared could also step into that role um he's not as confident about bringing a ball up as zach is but um yeah it'd probably be zach so when teams press you to me there's always a couple of philosophies to beat the press either you got a guy who can just break it with the dribble you go with that or you, or you pass it what, what's your kind of philosophy that you're going with? uh break it <laughs> <laughs> just Any break. Way possible. uh we have we have a couple sets that we can run uh trying to get obviously get the ball to the right person at the right time right. and oh, that's yeah. uh, uh making sure that your ball handler does get the first touch um or gets the reverse pass so that he he's making the decision um 
is is key. Uh, sometimes those guys just put their head down and just try yep. to run through it, and that's when oh man, uh, trapped. But yeah, Micah could could dribble through, um, but I don't necessarily want to lean on that. Um, I'd, I'd rather kind of pass it around, pass it around, get it to the right guy in the middle, and, and then break it that way. So. So this Saturday's game against Howardsville Christian, you've also got another regular Saturday. That's your Winterfest, right? That's going to be a Saturday yep. uh, affair. Uh-huh. You anticipate, I mean, I know John Eggert's uh, the one who's going to be moving games around if they're needed to be moved, weather or shortage of referees. Do you anticipate more Saturday games just because of possible cancellations? I, I hope not, but, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming um, with ref shortages that we've already lived yeah. through once that it's, it's very possible. Um, so... You know, we'll play whenever, mm-hmm. whenever we get the opportunity to play. So, if it has to be Saturday, it's fine. Right? Yeah. I mean, you had to move a game. Uh, Our Lady of the Lake uh, hit, <clears throat> had to move a game with with New Buffalo, and I know everybody's been asked, "Can you move some games off of a yeah. Tuesday or off of a Friday?" Because there just it's, aren't enough yeah. guys. Do you yeah. think they're are they doing more to the smaller schools? Asked them over, or is it? That's a good question. I don't know. And yet again, you know, you, the smaller schools, most of the smaller schools have one assigner for basketball, oh. and the larger ones probably have somebody else who's doing the assigning for I, them. I do know they asked the smaller schools for football. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I don't know. You and, I, yep. and I were talking yep. about that. So I'm guessing it's probably going to be the smaller ones are going to get uh, asked to move, um, which is too bad. Yeah. You know, it yeah. really is. So. But yeah. I mean, when you look out there, you know, probably average age of these officials are fifty to sixty. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a guy I was told last night was scrimmage. He was probably he was one of the better guys out there. He was eighty. No kidding. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, but you'd know him. He's oh. he's been around everywhere. He's yeah. He just turned eighty, and he was he did a great job. I'll be actually. dead at eighty. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no scrimmage yep. for me. Yeah, I'll be under six feet by yeah. then. He did a great job, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, there are. I mean, some of the uh, you know officials that are up there in age that have done a, a great job. I remember doing a uh, a game a handful of years ago. It was at Battle Creek Central. And I saw one referee that was there. I go, I didn't say it to him. I go, you're still, still, like you're still alive? <laughs> How did he take that? Because <laughs> I hadn't seen him here in this yeah. area, but I think maybe he, you know, for, he doesn't want to travel. And so yeah. to stay officiating, he'd say, okay, I'll do it. But I want to stay in the maybe Battle Creek. Well, I think officials and how they got treated by fans for so long is just oh for sure the reason for sure yeah nine out of ten fans are good you just get Mm -hmm. the one jerk (laughs) and I don't care if it's girls or guys game yeah it's just. Or oh, heck, elementary here, middle school. Oh, yeah, and sometimes that's even worse. Yeah, they were at our scrimmage last night. I, I, probably Guinness World Record, the amount of technical fouls that were called on people at our scrimmage last night. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I'm not kidding. I think there were three technical fouls. Not on anybody on my team, but <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, they weren't they weren't, uh, they weren't, letting anybody talk to them. So, yeah. They just, well, that is a big point of emphasis, yeah. too, this year. It could be, the yeah. Officials, it, it could they, be. They yeah. stopped the... Stop you know, the chirping. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, all all fronts. Just play yeah. your game. Yep, right. and that's you what know. they were trying to get to these these guys last night. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, do you do you do anything over the weekend today, tomorrow at all, or that you give it off and just get back at it on Monday? 
personally, yeah, I got things going. I'm not bringing the boys in. They, they can come in on Sunday. We always have Sunday lifts going on with uh, Coach Swisher on Sunday afternoons. A lot of the guys will come in and, and do a lift, and then just gyms open. They just do mm-hmm. some shooting. But I, you know, I don't, I don't. That's not mandated. We lift mm-hmm. during the week um, and condition during the week as part of the practicing. But yeah, today it's uh, it's watching Michigan beat Michigan State and, <laughs> and going from there. So yeah, <laughs> was that your philosophy against TCU? <laughs> Uh, that was a good game. I, I'm going to tell you what. That was that was not a good game. No. <laughs> Michigan did not play well. Well, they didn't in show up game. in the first no. quarter. Oh, that was I so mean, ugly. They, they, yeah. But I'm telling you, for, and I really don't care who won. Yeah. I just want to, and that was a great game to yeah. watch. So. Yeah. I mean, that last fourth quarter was crazy. It yeah. was great. If you goal. turn it off, you miss a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that one. You mentioned watching Michigan, Michigan State. Do you watch like college basketball? Just oh yeah. To see you know what? Yeah. That now that I'm uh, now that I'm coaching for sure, it's it's strange how my you watch, uh, it, differently, you watch it differently, you? a lot differently. Every single game I watch, pro anything, I'm like, oh look at that set, yeah. look at that, like, ooh I like that, you know, <laughs> just kind of mm-hmm. picking and 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 then writing some stuff down and going, ooh okay, yeah. I got to remember that and practice. And I bet and, your sons watch ball. Oh yeah, they do. They do. Your, your yep. sons are ballers. Yep, yep. They all like last night, Mike and I. After the scrimmage, I Sarah and Sarah and I went out and then came home and they were sitting there watching the Pistons game. So, watching well, that's not basketball. Sorry. Well, that that one last night wasn't too good. That one last night wasn't too good. But yeah, they were watching that, you know, and they'll they'll, they'll come up and watch games. They'll probably watch games all day with me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's fun, kind of what. We'll but do. that's good because I, you know, yeah. Phil and I've talked about this. Kids don't just don't watch ball. Yeah, right. I know. IQ. They watch yep. ESPN top ten. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you right. can't. No, you can't. Yeah. So the Titans are home against. Covert on Tuesday. That's a varsity only, correct? Um, no, I, I, I want to say it's River Valley's JV is coming up oh, and playing. Good. Yeah, so we've got JV and varsity. I think that one's the River Valley. Like, a couple of our games coming up, a different team is coming right. for our right. JV good. so that they're getting some action, too. Yep. All right. And then home against Howardsville, or I should say home against Countryside Academy Friday, mm-hmm. home against Howardsville Christian on Saturday. Yeah. Good luck this week. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Good to see you. All right. You as well. We'll take a break. More coming up. We'll talk Benton Harbor basketball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Mark Patrick Seminars is coming to Benton. Harbor Monday, January 16th for one day only. Here's Mark Patrick on how hypnosis works to help people lose weight or stop smoking. We all have an image of ourselves, and that image, if we have an image of a non-smoker, we attract non-smoker behaviors and beliefs. So we have an image of a smoker, we attract the habits of a smoker. If we have the image of a person who is overweight, we live up to those expectations. So one of the things we focus on with our programs is this, is we work on, at the subconscious level, the image or snapshot of your If you have a healthy image, you attract healthy habits. We work on under hypnosis, taking the pleasure association out for smokers that they have towards smoking, putting back in what they already know consciously that it's a filthy, disgusting habit that they never wish they start in the first place that's killing them dead. And we get them out of these sessions feeling good about themselves. And guess what? They want to do these things instead of feel like they have to do them. Don't miss Mark Patrick Seminars Monday, January 16th at the Hilton Garden Inn. Reserve your seat at markpatrickseminars.com. Just as the roots of a mighty oak run deep, Sturgis Bank is committed to seeing our hometowns flourish. We'll help you buy a home, start a business, or expand your company. Our commitment to local decision-making shows our wholehearted investment in the places we call home, like no other banking institution. Experience the Sturgis Bank difference. Highly personal service, longtime community support, and a desire to do right by the people we serve. Visit SturgisBank.com to learn more. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Lots of clouds to start the day, but seeing a bit more sun by the afternoon, climbing to the upper 30s. Cloud cover will increase tonight, temperatures dropping to the mid-20s. We could see a few stray snow showers on Sunday, but any accumulations are looking light. We'll be in the upper 30s once again tomorrow. The week ahead looks warm, highs in the low 40s, staying dry until late Thursday, cooling to the upper 30s Friday with a rain-snow mix possible. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville. We're also brought to you in part by Parrot Company, Compare It to Parrot. Phil McDonald, Brett Wodkowski at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, joined by Corey Sterling, boys basketball coach at Benton Harbor. Tigers coming off the Earl McKee Holiday Classic wins over Loy Norricks and Ottawa Hills. First of all, belated happy holidays to you. Oh, thank you. Happy yes. holidays to you guys. Hopefully it was a good one. With those games, that makes it a good one. But hopefully <laughs> yeah, it, just family it definitely time was because well. it could have went either way. Yeah. Yep, it was a close one. Both uh, both games was nail-biters. Yeah, they were. Those were in now we were talking about this uh, last week on and off the air. When it comes to teams playing over the holiday break, uh-huh. there are some teams that just, you know, no, because we're not going to have, you know, kids in town. Others kind of shy away from it. With Benton Harbor in, in the community, it's expected. I mean, it has been a tradition, and there's no problem getting people, kids, to to be here in town for the holiday tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Or fans. Mm-hmm. Yep, our fans look forward to it. The alumni look forward to it. The players look forward to it. Mm-hmm. You know, they excited for the Christmas tournament. Uh, this year we was able to get our JV and freshmen in the Christmas tournament too. So Good. usually uh, we had a team didn't show for the JV, so we just filled it with our freshmen. Oh. So they got to run against the JV get, get teams too. So And it was close too. So. Wow. Everybody still dressing their Sunday best for the uh, yes, holiday? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Joe? Yeah, I didn't see Willie Joe this oh, time. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, that's not the same. It definitely was a fashion show. You know, <laughs> a lot of celebrities came. You know, Kaiser was there. Wilson Chandler was there. Uh, uh, three or four guys. Uh, Joyke Bell. Just, you know, everybody just came back. It was a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I remember hearing right, the championship game was, like, sold out. And told people yeah, to absolutely. Home. Yep. So we haven't had a sellout. In a few years, you know, for so once I saw that after the game, man, we won. I just, you know, sent the Facebook post just thanking the fans, just yeah, showing yeah. up. You know, a sellout is huge, you know, in, in, in this it, time and area. Right. Oh, it, it you, is. You know, you just don't see, you see a lot of empty seats yes. everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. So I don't yeah. care where you go. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Kenny was telling us about that last week because his girls, after they played, they yeah, came they back, wanted to watch the game, and they couldn't get in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, a couple snuck in, he said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, nah, they always got to, uh, if they would have called me, I would have got them girls in. Yeah. You know, we look out for each other. You know, it's you know new security guards, so they probably don't know when they see they see Desiree, they should know to let her in. Yeah, too many six, four, or five girls walking. Right, right, right. Yeah, but nah, it was a great night for basketball, Southwest. You know, you always get a lot of coaches and players. We had Kalamazoo Central whole team came down and watch. No kidding. We got them in free, so they want to watch or whatever because they're going to play Lord Norts. Charge him double. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But you know, Coach Nichols, you know, again, know. Uh, alum. He just yeah. wanted to come back home. You know why he had a break. Yeah. And well, then, in those games, uh, Grant Gondrzik. Right. I mean, he shot the lights Ooh, out yes. for you. Yes, he's been on fire lately. Yep, he's like you said. Uh, after he got that first offer, uh, I think the first or second game, you know, he's been averaging like thirty points a game for us. But it's been a a smooth thirty. He mm-hmm. hasn't forced a shot. He's been getting his thirty within offense. 
there's no way I thought he had 32 games, uh, 32 points the last game. But when you look up there, you're like, oh, I didn't even notice because he always make his free throws and he's mm-hmm. just accurate. Yep. And probably one of your leaders in assists too. Yes, yep. He's been leading us in assists, five assists a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so now you're looking at 40 points a ball game. Mm-hmm. Exactly because. Uh, teams boxing one of them, teams uh, double, triple them. He's figured out just how to just share the ball at the right time, too. Wow. And then we got an addition, uh, 6'5 post player, uh, Brian Gillespie, helped us out a lot, too. You know, he's um, transferred back home from Atlanta, so oh. came in at, at the right time. Uh, remember, we still got a few players that's out for ankle injuries and mm-hmm. knee injuries, so he came in. He's a 6'5 uh, monster down low. Wow, and and that was probably the one area you were, might be a little deficient was the height, wasn't That's, it? Absolutely, yep. So him six six and Montel six five, you know, give me those two uh, front lines that I need. Are the guys? I know you had mentioned that you had like three starters out for injuries. Mm-hmm. Are they getting close yep. to coming back? Yeah, we got one back yesterday. Oh wow, he practiced and he still is kind of timid. So I just told him he's not going to play uh, against St. Joe Monday, but. Hopefully uh, by Friday against Brandywine, we'll give him a shot. That's Josiah King. Uh, he was a starter for me last year right. at the post. So um, Josiah will be the first one back because he the only one didn't have to have surgery off mm-hmm. his injury. Uh, Jaden Meeks, uh, still a couple of maybe a month. And then Jovan Mason and Muhammad will probably be towards the end of the season or not this season. Oh, wow. Now, well, hopefully you get him at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And um, once they come back, it's going to be a log jam for minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah, yeah. Over the holiday break traditionally, I mean, you've got the the two Aroma Key holiday uh, tournament and games mm-hmm. in the middle of, uh, of break. How, uh, how often do you make practice mandatory over those two weeks, and how much time do you give the guys off, if any? Yeah, so um, – we got out of school the 23rd, so you, you almost had Christmas that weekend, mm-hmm. and then we had to practice the day before the game. So that was a mandatory practice because we got two games back-to-back. But after the Christmas tournament, we got seven to eight days off. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, it was every other day, you know, that I gave the guys off. Uh, the kid had to go out of town. You know, I didn't hold it against them, you know, you know, because, again, we just really playing against alumni and mm-hmm. just getting up and down. Um, then when they get towards the scouting report time with St. Joe, uh, that Thursday part would have to be mandatory, uh, of course, uh, today or whatever. So, yeah, you give them some time off. And if they miss, you know, you don't hold it against them because, again, it's just it's a holiday break. Mm-hmm. So when you talk alumni game, does oh. Wilson Chandler play, Joke Bell and – yeah, uh, they haven't played <laughs> That's a different late, alumni game. But, but, but Wilson definitely still playing. Uh, Wilson will show up and play in the men's lead uh, in Ben Harbor, too. That's not fair. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I That's take he, him. Right. He's yeah. the first pick every time. <laughs> and he's playing for real, too. I, I know. I'm wow. you. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty cool. You get out there with him? Nah, nope. I, I don't play as much no more just because last time I played, I had ACL. Ooh. So I started coaching in uh, crutches. So my wife's like, just hold up uh-huh. until you retire, and then you go back to play. Right. You stick to coaching. Right. And uh, get rid of the, uh, the plan. But, no, so we mentioned, you know, Grant has really uh, stepped up for you over the uh, the last handful of games. Who else has really kind of carried this this team along with him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Martel Hauser, he's been consistent of late, uh, rebounding, blocking shots, finishing around the rim. And then you got 
Antoine Callahan, he's been solid for me too of late. Just, you know, just taking his time, learning the game of basketball. So, and then the addition of Brian Gillespie, he came in the first game, he had 16 and 10, then he had 18 and 10. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Gillespie. So you're like, yeah, you can start. Yeah, exactly. How tough is it getting somebody who's transferring in kind of into the flow of what to do offensively? It's okay, especially him because he grew up with the kids. Mm -hmm. He left his ninth grade year. I remember that. So he played in our system, and he knew all the coaches, so it was an easy you know, uh, transfer. But if it's a new kid, it probably would take a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about coaches. How important is to have the – a system that the young men know and what to expect, you know, and yeah. whether it's the Gillespie coming back mm-hmm. into the system or a kid going like from middle school through the program. Yeah, it's important to just and to start with the head coach, just making sure you meet with your lower level coaches and make sure everybody on the same page. You know, some programs are run different stru- stuff throughout the uh, JV running something different, freshman running something different. I mean, we try to run at least some of the same sets. Right. Not everything, but mm-hmm. keep it consistent, and, you know, it'll be an easy transition from freshman to JV, JV to varsity. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Benton Harbor Boys basketball coach Corey Sterling as we continue from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. The community of South Haven invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom Time pageant Saturday, January 7th at 3 p.m. at South Haven High School. This year's theme, Let's Get Wild, a Jungle Adventure. Tickets are available from contestants for $15 each. Remaining tickets will be available at the door for $20. Midwest Family, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, and Twin City Beauty College are proud to support the Blossom Time Community Pageant. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home, too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. It never fails. Everyone's trying to get projects done, and then the printer shuts down. Waiting for a big out-of-town or even out-of-state company to make that service call means more lost time and revenue. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. We find that the majority of issues like this are network-related. Our veteran service team is known to successfully troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrott. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski joined by Benton Harbor Boys basketball coach Corey Sterling. The Tigers coming off the Holiday Classic wins. The Earl McKee Holiday Classics wins over Loy Norick 74-65 over Ottawa Hills 71-66. Games 
you like to have to pressure your team and see what they have in in pressure situation, but also at home and also in front of a crowd like that. Mm-hmm. That must have been pretty cool. Yeah, we got better. We definitely got better from the Christmas tournament. You know, we was coming off a loss mm-hmm. and uh, going up to Grand Rapids Union. That was a tough atmosphere. Uh, we was actually up 16 points, and then they came back on us, you know, as far as the third and fourth quarter. But we definitely should have won that game. But it just made the players more humble, more hungrier. Mm-hmm. Going into our Christmas tournament, we was hoping to have the Water for Elite game, but it got postponed because of the snowstorm. So, you know, I was like, hey, this is the game of basketball. You know, let's go in and uh, take care of our home. You know, take care of what we can control. And to win our Christmas tournament, you know, right now the guy's feeling good about themselves going into a, a rivalry game versus St. Joe, mm-hmm. which is playing good, too. Yeah. Didn't you mention to me sometime this past week Benton Harvard's home winning streak? Yeah, I was just going to bring it up. You have not, what I read, you haven't lost a game, home game since 2017. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew it was long. I didn't know it was that long, but... I mean, that's truly a blessing. You know, again, just... You didn't have gray hair then. Man, I know, absolutely. <laughs> I had hair then. Yep. I mean, to go into, you know, to Farnham, I mean, again, it's just a tough play to, tough place to play. Mm-hmm. You know, you can ask a lot of coaches around here, you know. You know, you come in there and get a win versus Farnham, you earned that win. Yeah. Well, yeah. when the bell rings and the pet band rolls. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yep. Just the whole atmosphere, oh, yep. Again, it just seemed like... Our guys play harder at home than sure. on the road too. So, well, you got 150 coaches right. in the stands too. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, so they hand it everywhere. <laughs> right. Well, you mentioned now you got St. Joe coming up on Monday. Do you have the guys in the gym over the weekend? Yeah, yeah. We had a good practice yesterday and uh, day before. Uh, we get one today and. Yep, just looking forward to, you know, uh, playing against St. Joe. We scrimmaged St. Joe, and they played us pretty well, so the guys kind of hyped up for it. They don't want to overlook St. Joe. You know, I know we got a big one coming up against North Farmington. I mean, that's one of the top teams in Division One. With They got a few Division One players. That game going to test us, too, you know. But right now, we're not looking towards that. We just focus on St. Joe. And then we got one more home game before we hit a road stretch against Brandywine Friday at home, and then we on the road for, like, a few weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Long time. Yeah. yeah I mean, you got three big games, the uh, Crosstown rivalry with St. Joe, and now you're in the Lakeland Conference, so mm-hmm. a conference matchup with Brandywine, a Brandywine right. team that plays a really nice basketball. Absolutely. They're athletic, mm-hmm. and they play great defense. Yep, absolutely. Great defense. Uh, they got two great players in the Twins, so – you know, we're just looking forward to the challenge. Again, it's just great to be playing basketball. You know, it, it, it'll be a blessing if we beat St. Joe and we beat Brandywine, uh, that'll be my 200 win. So that'll be a blessing, too. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and only 248 games to get there, 80% winning percent. So that's pretty darn good. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. And, you know, we just want to take it one day at a time, one mm-hmm. game at a time. So St. Joe on the clock. How tough is it? for the guys to play back-to-back games Friday, Saturday, two very – well, you mentioned North Farmington, mm-hmm. one of the best teams in the state. Yes. Brandywine's going to play you uh, unbelievably to have those back-to-back like that. Yeah. Um, when you're scheduling, you have to have some Saturday games, so you want to make that Friday game a little lighter. So uh, I think we kind of dropped the ball on that. But, <laughs> hey, I mean, we go go for it. Because I help Mike with the schedule a lot. So it's mm-hmm. not him. It probably was me, you know. But 
And probably the conference. Yep, the know, conference too. Which is so, something yeah. that Ben yep. Arbor has been part True. of. For but a while. our guys can do it. I mean, look at the Christmas tournament. You just had mm-hmm. a tough game against Lord North, and you come right back and have another tough game against Ottawa. So and Lloyd Norris has improved from what yeah, I've been oh, here. very improved, very improved. I mean, got a new got coach, some, yep, new coach, new system, and he got some players this year. I mean, when it's all said and done, Lloyd Norris is going to surprise a lot of teams this year. Hmm. Yep. Now with the uh, the game again, that's the Martin Luther King uh, Classic coming up on uh, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's at Ottawa Hills, right? Yep. Uh huh. Ottawa Hills. And you've got the well, it's on paper as the five fifteen game, <laughs> right? Uh, whether or not it's going to start at five fifteen is another yeah, story. Exactly. But do you go earlier to watch any of the other games? We usually do, but we won't this time. Uh, we probably leave about one thirty. I mean, you want to get there at least. Um, the game before our game. Mm-hmm. That way the guys can sit down for a minute and then hit the locker room at halftime and just keeping, you know, their normal tradition. But we want to stay back and, you know, get a team meal here in the city. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And would you stay to watch the nightcap or do you, would you leave right after yours? Uh, I probably would stay a half. Okay. Depending on we win a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, get the bus rolling. Exactly. We out of here. Get on the bus. Exactly. <laughs> Turn the heat off. Right. <laughs> so. You've got, uh, again, home game St. Joe on Monday, Brandywine on Friday. Anticipate two uh, great crowds, too. You always get a good crowd with St. Joe and Brandywine. I mean, I'd have to take a look the last time Brandywine played at Farnham Gym. i got to imagine their fans are anxious to, to come up and just experience it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, They're excited to come up. Uh, we play Brandywine a lot in fall league, too. So, again, oh. it would be a great game. You know, it would be a great experience. Uh, it would be great for just Southwest Michigan. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. All right, well, hey, enjoy the weekend. Good luck this upcoming week. All right. Thank you so much. All right. All right we'll talk to you day. soon. All right. We'll take a break. We'll call them back and wrap things up. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Put me in your pocket. It's Pat Moody, and my new Moody on the Market app is now available for free in your phone or tablet's app store. Just search for Moody on the Market. Everything you love about MoodyOnTheMarket.com is now inside my new app, including daily business stories from my team of contributors, National ABC Business News, the Business Award Series, Moody on the Move videos and podcasts, and more. Download the Moody on the Market app inside your phone or tablet's app store for free. Brought to you by Siemens and Bridgman and Midwest Family. Winter finals will be here before you know it, and there's still a need for registered officials. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. Welcome to 2023 as we pick up our winter sports season already in progress. While it seems like the fall season just wrapped up, winter championships will be here soon. So let's get you caught up on the whens and wheres for each of our sports. First is the Upper Peninsula Swimming and Diving Finals for both boys and girls on February 18th. And then it's on to Team Wrestling Finals on February 24th and 25th in Kalamazoo. And that's followed by Boys and Girls Skiing Finals February 27th. March is when the schedule really heats up. The competitive cheer finals will be March 2nd and 3rd this year, and those will be held at the McGurk Arena in Mount Pleasant. Girls and Boys Bowling Finals will be held March 3rd and 4th, the same weekend as individual wrestling finals at Ford Field. Ice Hockey drops the puck March 9th through 11th for semifinals and finals at USA Hockey Arena in Plymouth. Gymnastics finals are that weekend as well. Those will be held at Lakeland High School. And the Lower Peninsula Boys Swimming and Diving finals are also March 10th and 11th. 
Girls basketball invades the Breslin Center on March 16th for the start of three days of semifinals and finals action. Champions will be crowned on Saturday, March 18th. And then the boys move in the next weekend. Semifinal play starts March 23rd, and all four finals will be Saturday, March 25th. Both boys and girls basketball finals will be carried live on Bally Sports Detroit. For schedules, pairings, brackets, tickets, and streaming information, the best place to go is to the newly redesigned MHSAA.com. Everything that you need for our winter finals can be found there. Game balls this week go to Belding junior wrestler Jack Ward. He notched career win number 100 over the break, joining his older brother Mitchell and his dad slash coach Art as 100 match winners at Belding. To Bedford's Victoria Gray, she scored 25 points in a 9-point win over South Lion East in the airport showcase. Bedford is off to a 7-0 start this year in girls basketball. And to Montebello senior J.T. Smith, he went over the 1,000 career points mark in a win over St. Charles. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. If you've seen the movie Hoosiers, you know that a basketball rim is 10 feet above the ground. That's the same if you're in the gym at Beaver Island High School or at Little Caesars Arena. But what are the other court dimensions? To start, courts are typically 84 feet long, but can be up to 94 feet long. They're also 50 feet wide. The free throw line is 15 feet from the face of the backboard and the high school three-point line is 19 feet, nine inches from the basket. Each hoop is a circle, 18 inches in diameter. The boys play with a basketball 29 and a half inches in circumference. The girls play with one at 28 and a half inches in circumference. And believe it or not, two girl balls will go through a standard rim at the same time. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. Sticking with officiating, since 2020, the number of registered officials in Michigan has fallen from more than 9,000 to less than 8,000. It's a dip that puts extra strain on our current officials. But for the fall 2022 season, the number of registered officials is more in line with where we were pre-pandemic, and things seem to be slowly trending up. The MHSAA has increased pay for postseason games and provided membership in the National Association of Sports Officials. Membership gives officials expanded insurance coverages, access to professional services and development, and a subscription to an MHSAA-focused referee magazine. But there's still a need for more. If you are interested, go to MHSAA.com and click on Officials for more information. Because without officials, it's just practice. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week.
Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and I gotta say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line johnny the coaches at news talk sports 94.9 wsjm from full circle cafe and espresso bar here in downtown stevensville check them out online full you can check out their menu and some of the uh, new additions as those uh, come along and don't forget that full circle cafe is also open for uh, dinner wednesday through sunday so they're here on mondays eight till three closed on tuesdays and then wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday open 8 a.m to 7 p.m for a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar were also brought to you in part by Campbell Ford Lincoln Celine. The best bottom line, as always, at the state line. Let's take a look at the scoreboard from last night. And that sound you hear is them making fresh orange juice right now. That orange juice you were That's talking about. Uh, on the men's side, game heard on WSJM. It was St. Joe over Coloma, 71-30. Lakeshore nips Niles, 40-37. Waterloo having a good season. They beat Allegan, 63-53. Buchanan over New Buffalo, 54-36. South Haven knocks off Goebbels, 60-4. Bangor loses to Wyoming Lee, 72-13. Lawton over Constantine, 54-38. It was Sagatuck beating Martin, 67-19. Manawan over Lansing Everett, 77-42. Portage Northern gets by their rivals, Portage Central in overtime, double overtime, 65-63. Galesburg Augusta over Black River of Holland, 63-46. It was Marshall knocking off Otsego, 52-43. On the ladies' side, it was Waterfleet over Allegan, 44-33. Lawton beat Constantine, set 40-25. It was Martin over Saugatuck, 39-32. Otsego beats Marshall, 47-44. Galesburg Augusta over Black River, 43-37. And I know... Monday night, uh, WSJM will be covering the Benton Harbor St. Joe guys game. Yeah, and of our uh, schools that are uh, on uh, the coaches, St. Joe this upcoming week has got the uh, Monday matchup at Benton Harbor, then Thursday home against Portage Northern. Our Lady of the Lake will be at Eau Claire on Tuesday at Howardsville Christian on Friday. For Lakeshore, the Lancers will be at Matawan on Thursday. Then in uh, Grand Rapids at Ottawa Hills, they take on Detroit Lincoln King, part of the Martin Luther King uh, Classic. That'll be a 10-15 in the morning game for Lakeshore on Saturday. Michigan Lutheran this upcoming week, home against Covert on Tuesday, home against Countryside Academy on Friday, home against Howardsville Christian on Saturday. And for Benton Harbor, the Tigers are home against St. Joe on Monday, home against Brandywine on Friday. They're also at that Martin Luther King Classic at the Ottawa Hills on Saturday. Benton Harbor's game against North Farmington there is at 5-15. I anticipate probably quite a few more Saturday games this year uh, as you try to make up games either because of weather cancellations or because of lack of officials and asking schools to uh, to move to uh, to different days. Well, yeah, next uh, Saturday uh, Michigan Lutheran girls are playing Saturday up at Ferris versus Frankfurt and their boys are playing home Saturday versus Howard. So, mm-hmm. so 
there's one example right there for you. Yeah. So, again, we want to uh, thank our coaches, Greg Schaefer, Sean Schrader, Matt Herbst, and Corey Sterling for joining us this morning. We want to uh, thank our sponsors as well for making it all possible. Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, our wonderful host here for every Saturday morning. We're also brought to you in part by United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, Parrot Company, and Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline. Talk to you again next Saturday. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM-FM, Fenton Harbor, St. Joseph.